Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about predictions for baseball season 2021. AKA the real greatest sport. It's the only true sport. We know this. So it's finally here after long winter. Did it feel extra long to you in the pandemic? I don't know. Low key. Felt faster than usual. I don't know if I was entertained or something throughout this time that I'd usually be missing baseball heavily, but felt kind of fast. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it felt extra long, but I feel like that's partially just because, like, sense of time is so warped right now, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's one of these things where, like, I think quarantining and the whole lockdown and how society is right now just kind of made yeah like time not feel like i would used to yeah like i don't even pay attention to what date it is and maybe that's why let's get into it so we're basically gonna be talking about each division and we'll just kind of give our thoughts on the pros and cons of where the different teams stand currently that'll be pretty much the idea and we'll try to keep it you know not too in-depth for even non-baseball people to listen to, to just get a sense of where the teams are at right now. Yeah, exactly. Just a brief little rundown. Maybe give our pros and cons for each league and division. And yeah, just have a little fun with it. Do we want to start with the AL or NL? Let's go AL. I was going to say save AL because that's the best league out there. We know it. But the champions are in the NL. Why not save them for last? All right, so in the AL, let's start off over on the East Coast. Get our bias out the way, out the jump. We got the AL East. And let's just real quick get into our Yankees moment because it's bound to come up. We're Yankees fans, born and raised. If you've listened to the podcast before on any of our baseball episodes, you know this. Or you've just heard us talk about the Bronx. But let's just get it out the way to start. I mean, we already know. The Yankees, unbeatable. (laughs) Shouldn't lose a game. The only way the Yankees lose a game is if they want to. We stand in the way of ourselves. And our biggest problem, injuries. Even then, we've had seasons before, not even that long ago. We're talking about two seasons ago where we were plagued. We had the most injuries like ever as a team, over 30. And we still made the playoffs, so still possible, but... If we stay out of that, it's a L for everyone else around us. Going off that, you know, they've added a lot of people who, especially with the pitching mainly I'm referring to, they're players that can kind of go either way. They have high upside, but they're somewhat question marks at the same time. So with the rotation, there's a lot to be determined there. But otherwise, like the lineup and everything like you said injuries will be the main factor in terms of how that goes if they stay healthy enough i could easily see them winning the division and like you said even with injuries they could still do it especially this year when there's not a ton of competition like even the blue jays added george springer they added Marcus Simeon, added some other pitchers, Kirby Yates, Stephen Matz, but they still have a lot to prove. Like, they have a lot of potential, but they haven't shown that whole team yet, so it's even more of a question mark for them. So 
who knows? Obviously, the Oreos are the con of the division by far. As oh, always, yeah, that's a given. It should be pretty easy for the Yankees to take this one. You mentioned the Blue Jays, a lot of good players, but this feels like the team that's really close to being good, but they're just like a year early. Rays are the Rays. They're going to win. They'll probably make the playoffs, but they're not as scary for some reason. Yeah, they lost Blake Snell and Charlie Morton, so they've lost some of their key pitchers. Yeah, exactly. And got the Red Sox, who added Kike, have Otto, who they stole from the Yanks, but these weren't moves that are going to change your team like that. I mean, they got rid of Benintendi, so that whole star outfield is gone now with jbj also leaving so they'll at least be good enough to not have to worry about being the con of the division orioles obviously the major con then let's go into the al central what was this like the weakest division last year yeah i mean both centrals last year were not great at all a joke but believe it or not there's actually a good team in here and that is the white Sox. Yeah, I mean, the White Sox have been bubbling up for a while now, and they also added Liam Hendricks and Lance Lynn over the offseason. They did add Tony La Russa, which was kind of a weird hire for this young team and had controversy with the DUI thing, but I don't know. The only wrench that's came up to throw into the mix is that Eloy Jimenez is now out for like five to six months which just happened, but I think they'll still be good and easily the favorites to be the pro of the division. And they could make a run in the playoffs, especially if Eloy gets healthy in time. So I would say they're the number one pro for sure. And the con side, I don't know, it's kind of tough. Who would you lean towards, like the Tigers or Royals? Yeah, Tigers and Royals, I give the slight edge to the Tigers. They've just been awful, but the Royals aren't that far off. I mean, they did get Benintendi, but he's only going to do so much right? for the Royals. Like, he can even be an all-star, but in baseball, you need more than just, like, one good person, you know? Yeah, for me here, the easy pro goes to the White Sox. The feels I got about the Blue Jays being, like, that good team that's a year off, that's how I feel about the White Sox think they're a little bit of a scary team i know that eloy's injury would be a major hit for them but i think they could still sustain it like you said like if that dude comes back healthy for the playoffs that might be the team i'm like afraid of the yankees facing just because they could hit anything it's a scary team and they're young so should be interesting to watch yeah and then the indians are gonna be you know they'll be mid they'll still have shane bieber wheeling and dealing and they still have Jose Ramirez slugging dingers. So they'll be decent enough, but nothing crazy. They lost Lindor. And the Twins, they'll be solid, but then they'll lose in the first round of the playoffs. So, Yes, the Yankees' son right there. <laughs> um, yeah, you can see the Twins as being one of the two wild cards here. So I'd put them like, on a light pro on this list. But yeah, Tigers, easy to major con on this one all right so let's move on to the al west where the astros have been kind of dominating over the years but verlander not even pitching this year they'll still be solid they'll still be decent enough they got granky and they got hitters and you can never rule them out like 
they proved that last year in the playoffs, they'll be bad even in the regular season and still make a playoff run just because they have that experience. But would you say that they're the pro for the division? Yeah. I think it'd be dumb to go any other way. The close second is the A's, maybe. They're always the scrappy team that finds a way to make it. They're just always a bit short and only make it like through the wild card. The Astros, like you said, they're like on a weird limbo. Have a bunch of contracts like pending. I think Correa still hasn't like signed, and I'm sure that's gonna be a little tension there with the team. This is also the first time they play with the crowd since the whole trash throws. Oh yeah, that's gonna be fun. Even though it's not gonna be a hundred percent capacity, but some booze is better than no booze. Yeah, exactly. Like something like someone yelling, saying bad things about your mom, you know? If anything, it might actually be better because if there were more people, it could be kind of drowned out. But if there's less people and just like <laughs> one or two are yelling, it might seem louder, you know? Yeah, you can actually hear it through TV. Like some would leak out. And shit. <laughs> It'll go trending on Twitter. Like could be a good moment and I'm here for it. I hope they pay for their baseball sins. Fuck the Astros. Fuck them. <laughs> so yeah. It's hard to do it. I don't like the Astros, but I'd probably put the Astros on top. And that's my major con here. Mariners, right? I don't know. Or are you going Rangers? Yeah, I'm like... The Mariners always find a way to like win games. I mean, they do have Kyle Lewis now, who I'm really excited about. So maybe I could see the Mariners second to last. I wouldn't be mad at putting the Rangers as the con. But I still think the Mariners will find a way to blow any shot of a wild card or anything like that but who knows i mean the angels could find their way in the bottom at the end of the season yeah for sure let's hope otani stays healthy mike trout has another second place mvp year like he always does but yeah astros easy pro rangers con quick plug by the way we do have a separate podcast otani comes to america about shohei otani of the angels the two-way player and we'll be doing episodes on him throughout the season, including one coming this week. So if you're interested in that, check that out. But yeah, Rangers, Mariners could be either one at the con for me at the bottom. Angels A's will be decent enough, but we can't say they'll pass the Astros at this point. With that said, let's go to the NL. Let's start off with the NL East. Is this the best division in baseball right here? Yeah, like as I'm looking at it, outside of the Marlins, who I'm not shaming on, they made the playoffs. Kind of luck and helped by the shortened season, yes, but they did it. I won't take that away from them. Everyone else is in this. Any team here can make it and you shouldn't be surprised by it. This one's going to be probably the toughest one for me to pick the major pro. I mean, the Braves cannot go wrong. They were already a strong team. And on top of that, we bring in Charlie Morton. And Asuna is like back for sure. So fucking major signing. But the Mets went hard this Oh yeah, offseason. Steve Cohen, you know, tried to make a name for himself, putting in work. Yeah, exactly. They added Lindor. They have Carrasco, McCann, Aaron Lube, Tejuan Walker, who's not the best, but guess he replaces steven Matz, right yeah solid team like the Mets are usually decent but this team might get them there like again i hate to go through every team but this is the closest one then you have the phillies dd they bring them back 
JT is back, arguably second best catcher, of course, after Gary Sanchez, but <laughs> solid team again. And then the Nationals, the 2019 champions, almost the same team, but a little better. They had Brad Hand, a beast, John Lester, good veteran, Josh Bell, Schwarber now. I mean, this team is insane. So, and you know, the GOAT, Juan Soto still there. I'm going to kind of let you talk a little bit before I decide on my pro, just because I'm still thinking. Yeah, I mean, you laid it out pretty well. And with the Marlins, they have like a young team, but some nice players like Sixto Sanchez, who I like. But compared to the rest of the division, they definitely get the con. And as far as the pro, I mean, it really is kind of neck and neck. As far as process of elimination... We could take out the Phillies because I don't think they have enough pitching to compare to the rest. That's fair. I think the Nationals are close, but maybe just under the Braves and Mets at the moment. But that could also easily be proven wrong. I just would probably drop them a little bit below for now, even though they still have great pitching. I mean, one of the best in the league, Max Scherzer. They'll be great too, but... The Mets just really loaded at the moment, both pitching and offense. I feel like there is a disclaimer of the Mets are going to Mets. They'll find a way to mess things up. So with that in mind, I'll probably go with the Braves because even from a narrative standpoint, the Braves have kind of been working their way up to making the World Series. They came within a game last year, and who knows if they'll make it there this year but i think they'll be hungry and they have that bar set super high i think they're the closest both in talent and just experience to be at the top of the division for this year at least but it is going to be really close yeah this one's tough i mean obviously major con to the marlins on this one there's just no way they can pull off the same thing they did last year think i'm gonna go a little different than you i'm gonna give this one to the mets okay sticking with the new york the mets are gonna mets i do believe in that i don't know if they'll win the world series but i think they can make it i do believe the braves and nationals are like on the same plane either of these teams could also be number one so i don't know i give them like honorable mentions there yeah it's a tough division i can say this is probably the best one then we go over to the nl central which was again one of the weaker divisions last year. And I think it's going to be pretty weak again. There will probably be the Brewers and Cardinals fighting for that top pro spot. But the Cardinals added Nolan Arenado. And I think that sealed the deal for them. I mean, it's not a guarantee. The Brewers are still going to be at their neck. They added JBJ. But I think you got to go with uh, the Cardinals, in my opinion. The Cubs, I don't think they'll be, again, as good as they were. They're not going to do much. And then on the con side, I mean, I don't think the Reds will be great, but they'll always be outdone at their worst by the Pirates, who their ownership doesn't seem to care about them being any good at this point. I mean, thanks to them for giving the Yankees Tyone, but... All they really have going for them right now is that Cole Tucker is dating Vanessa Hudgens, so. Oh, big shout outs. Big shout outs. That's a get right there. <laughs> Biggest win for the team in like over three years. Yeah, this division is a fucking doozy. 
Cubs got worse. They got Jock, which is cool. I like Jock, but yeah, that's, that's not enough. The Reds got worse. Lost Trevor Bauer. Lost Dietrich. Yeah, Pirates don't have much going for them, except Vanessa Hudgens being in the stands, possibly. Just cool. I appreciate her a lot. Trust me. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Channel days. You feel me? Yeah, it's between the Brewers and Cardinals. Brewers are always solid. Cardinals are the fucking Spurs. They're just going to win. They do the fundamentals right. Now they added Arnado on top of the greatest Jew to play, Goldschmidt. <laughs> I mean, they're going to get there. I'll give this one to the Cardinals and the con I'd give to the Reds, probably. Last but not least, the NL West, the division that holds the reigning champs. If you don't know, I'm talking about the 2020 champions, LA Dodgers, which only got better. I mean, they just won and added the Cy Young of last year. Adding Trevor Bauer, Cy Young, a freak, dude that wants the most attention in the majors at the moment. <laughs> It's now in the Dodgers, part of the team that going into 2020, everyone knew, like, okay, this is the Dodgers year. Yeah. Another basketball reference, this was like Golden State a couple years ago, where you just knew they were going to get there and they were probably going to win. That's how the Dodgers are this year. However, we know this division also holds San Diego Padres. Also got much better. They added Snell, Darvish, Musgrove, decent. They also hold... Tatis. The light 14-year extension. Money in the bank representing the dream from the motherland. The face of the sport, in my opinion, at the moment. Yeah, it's just an exciting team. Like, the Dodgers are good, right? They're like this powerhouse. But if I had to choose, like, I had to flip between channels on, like, who to watch, I'd probably go with the Padres just because they're, like, exciting. They have Manny, who's, like, the troublemaker at third. A beast defensively. They have Tatis, obviously, but then they have all these pitchers, and it's just like a more youthful team. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are fun too, but the Padres, like you said, they're more full of that crazy energy, that young energy. And the Dodgers are a little more, I wouldn't even say traditional necessarily, but they're like that classic team, and they embody that, and the Padres are like breaking through the walls. and Yeah, and that's no disrespect to the dodgers like we get it they're the they're the west coast version of the yankees because that's what the yankees are you know they're almost like that corporate team you know sue and tie look good say the right things get the money let's get that win that's what the dodgers are but right now the padres like if you're hating on the padres as a baseball fan then like there's something wrong with you unless you're like a rival then sure why not but this is fun this is what you want your team to be so as far as who would get the edge between them I mean, it's tough. Like, if Clevenger was healthy this year, then that would really be another boost. I think they still obviously have a great pitching depth with adding Snow and Darvish and Musgrove. But the Dodgers are just so stacked that I don't think you can fully go against them at this point. I would still put them just slightly higher than the Padres at the moment because of their depth and their experience. But I think the Padres are going to be one of the best teams in the league and definitely the most exciting. So they're really not far behind. And on the con side, I mean, you could just put the rest of the division. I don't think the Rockies, Giants, or Diamondbacks are going to be any good or any exciting. Rockies got rid of Arenado. I mean, on the con side, you could just take your pick. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you could throw them all evenly to be losers. Yeah, there's there's no shot for any of these teams. Again, we talked about the stacked NL East, which is for sure gonna hold at least one wild card spot. So yeah. it makes it bleak for everyone else. Alright, so those are all the divisions. How'd you feel about this off season overall with those different kind of move arounds and pickups that we mentioned, like Bauer going to the Dodgers, you know, we didn't mention it, but DJ signing back with the Yankees and other stuff like do you think the league is more interesting now than how it left off at the end of last season i could say yeah just because yeah there were some changes made but i feel like every team that had a shot last year still has a shot this year and if anything obviously you know like with the regular season being played how the regular season's meant to play you know play 162 games those teams that couldn't make it last year now have a shot. And, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Bauer going to the Dodgers. I feel like it's almost that overkill thing where, like, the team is already good. Why make it that much better? It's like they want to be hated. Yeah, that's tough coming from the Yankee fan, you know? Like, we've done that many, many times before. But I I would have preferred if we went to, like, the Angels and actually made some more interesting divisions throughout baseball and not just powerhouses because right now it's like nl east and nl west (laughs) that are like the good divisions i mean nl west is really just two teams like we said so yeah exactly it's two teams that are gonna battle between each other so i don't even know if you want to count that and that could happen with other divisions but as long as i see padres dodgers yankees and one of the nl east teams in the playoffs like i'll be happy yeah i think overall the moves during the postseason were pros and they did take a while for things to happen but at the end of the day they did so i would say that the league is better off for it and like you said it kind of just reinforced the teams from last year who were going to be in the race anyway for the most part i mean some definitely strengthened up and i wouldn't say any really dropped out who were gonna be in contention anyway i think it'll work out and there's like enough change where it'll make this season different than last year you know you get to see how certain things work out and like you said a full 162 slate of games this year i mean who knows there could always be some that are missed with other COVID things that come up or whatever, but for the most part, it'll still be a much more full season. There'll also be fans back in the stands. Again, not at 100% capacity, but I think that'll also help players be more motivated to have at least some people around again. Yeah, I think it should be interesting. I pro going into the season, and we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I mean... Just hope the season goes well, players stay healthy, and yeah, just a fun season. And of course, this was, you know, a quick run through, so we didn't cover everything and, you know, we didn't go through the major players already on every team and all that necessarily. So hopefully, even if you aren't a deep baseball fan or baseball fan at all, it was just like a quick little summary for you to be in the know of the current state. Yep, yep. And that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Kev. 
you can find me at same old kev pretty much everywhere and i'm jack you can find me at jack bloom summer summer with an o on everything play ball 28 rings